A woman seeking revenge. This is the story of La Lechuza. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos y más. This is Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen at your own risk. This is Christina. And this is MJ. And this is episode 13 of Spooky Tales. Today, we are talking about the lechuza, an owl, I guess is the translation, right? Yeah. It's not just any owl, though. Yeah, it's... It's <laughs> it's the owl. It's the owl, the famous owl. Well, it's, it's lechuza are little owls. Like, I just looked it up. A Spanish word. Oh, for, that's what it translates it for to? For a type of owl, especially the barn owl, is a myth popular throughout northern Mexico and Texas. As the story goes, an old woman shapeshifts into a giant owl, la lechuza. See, it says, this one says giant owl, and then I Google it, and on the right, it has a little owl. So, it just, I'm just going to say it means owl. Yeah, little means- owl, I guess. Well, because the... It, 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 I think it specifically is the barn owl, and then the legend is a giant owl, but also witches that shapeshift into small owls. So I guess yeah. it depends. I'm just going to say it means owl because it's when when you think of a lechuza, you could really think of any type of owl. And yeah, because be I don't use the term lechuza for any owl. Do you? No, um, we, use, we use tecolote. Um, yeah, we use tecolote or búho. Oh, yeah, a búho. And then when we say, like, when if we say lechuza, it is literally this legend. But in the other owl, like a like a grayish owl would be the tecolote mm-hmm. or búho. Yeah, for, uh, for me or like, like the one that we see often in, um, in like... I don't want to say popular fiction, like you know the one with the li- that has the, like the little como ears on the side that plop up. You know what I'm talking about? They're, yeah. Because uh, they're I don't know like there's there's many different types, but uh, lately I've been thinking when I hear lechuza, I've been thinking about the barn owl. Remember the picture I sent you? They freak me out so bad. Yes. <laughs> That's the one I always like say like. Están bonitos. They're pretty. You know, they're majestic in their own way. But they have this, like, I don't like the way you're looking at me. Look. I do want to say, I feel like the legend of the lechuza is pretty specific to Mexico. Because my my dad had never heard of it. He's from El Salvador. And we know about it, or I know about it, because of my mom. Yeah, the same thing. We always say lechuzas. My, uh, everybody in my family knows what that means. Yeah. And I feel like people like in America now, like it's in it's also part of like the Texas, California. Like culture. in the US. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, you're right. Not America's two continents. You're right. So the legend of the Lechusa is a white owl. And sometimes it's said that it's any bruja, any witch that can turn into an owl. But this legend specifically is a giant owl. Um, sometimes it's white. Most of the time in the in the stories, it's white, but it's also been said to be black. Mm-hmm. Um, and this can be heard in 
the states, the Mexican states of Chihuahua, Cahuila, Durango, Nuevo León, Tamaulipas, most of the time. However, well, no, I was going to say my mom ha and grandma have seen it in Zacatecas in Jalisco, but what they saw, I believe, were uh, it was a small owl. Yeah, there yeah, was a the same that thing. Was a small owl. As, as someone from you know family with from Zacatecas and Jalisco. They they in those two states they're um small owls little tiny I think they're called burrow owls correct like you guys if you, if correct me if I'm wrong it's spookies at me for a good reason again <laughs> um but I think they're like I think in English they're called burrow owls and there's these little little tiny little things burrowing owls I think is what they're called they're um native to North and South America so it says these little tiny little owls and that's what my family associates lechuzas with. Okay, and mine mine is the barn owl, oh. specifically. Um, and also, this giant owl has been reported to be seen in the Rio Grande Valley of Texas and Southern California. Oh. According to most variations of the legend, the lechuza was once a woman who was wronged, and now she seeks revenge. Sometimes in the stories, villagers killed her child, because they assumed she was a, a bruja and, you know, out of fear, mm -hmm. um, they killed her child. Other times, a drunk uh, person killed her child. So she, and this is why she attacks drunkards. Other versions of the legend, she was a, the witch herself that was killed by the locals, not her child. And so she's come back to seek revenge. Either way, it's always a bruja, a witch, a seeking woman. revenge. Yeah. Yes, and a woman. And and these uh, La Lechuzas are specifically female-dominated legends. Like um, yes, yeah, they're never. No. I don't think I've ever heard of a male lechuza. Like that's not a no thing. man. Yeah, no man yeah. turns into an owl. It, and it's kind of like the Nahual, where no yeah. woman turns into this um, half man, half creature thing. So yeah, so I, I feel like this one's like yeah, you're right. And depending on where you hear the legend, the lechuza is specifically one witch who was killed. But in other places, the any bruja can become this giant owl. But like you and I have heard, they become small owls, not mm -hmm. this giant lechuza. And it is believed that it is a witch that has sold her soul to the devil and they transform only at night. Legend says that the cry of the lechuza mimics the cry of a baby. Or it whistles to lure you outside. So you're like, oh, what is that? Or, oh, no, it's a baby and you want to save it. And when you step outside, it swoops down and takes you and makes you their meal. Oh. Because it's so big that it can carry a grown adult in its talons. In fact, there's a specific size. So it's said that it's seven feet tall and has the wingspan of 15 feet. What? Right? That's Giant. Huge. Yeah. Sometimes it is said that the cry of the lechuza is an omen of death. If you hear it, someone in your family will die. Others say dreaming of the lechuza is an omen of death. Oh, thank God I never had either. Same, yeah. <laughs> the lechuza is said to bring storms with it and it cannot be harmed by guns. It also preys on human emotions. It often appears outside of a house, like on a tree, during domestic disputes. And it waits for someone, because, you know, someone always leaves the house mad. So mm -hmm. it, it waits for someone to storm out and just snatches that person. What? It's like an energy vampire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Sometimes it is said that Lechusa only preys on adult men, specifically drunks. But in other stories, it says the Lechusa craves the blood of newborn babies and especially unbaptized babies. I apologize to my child for he is at risk. <laughs> He'll be fine. He has You're his right. mama who will kick the Lechusa's butt. I have no... Um, no, you cannot face the Lechusa. You need to run the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean you can't try <laughs> I will not try I will run away with my child in my hands I'm not going to leave him there I swear according to legend salt can protect against the lechuza and it is custom for many in the areas where the lechuza has been seen to put salt on their windows at night for protection some have said that you should cu- if you see the lechuza you should cuss at it to drive it away but others say this makes it way more mad. So maybe, I don't know, be wary of that. <laughs> Try it on your at your own risk. Yes. Tying a rope of seven knots and hanging it on your door will protect you from the lechusa because it acknowledges this as a sign of respect and will not uh, attack you. In fact, in these like towns, the states I mentioned already, mm-hmm. um, sometimes people will wake up and see scratches on their windows and they say this is the lechusa that was trying to get in, but it can't because of the salt. Oh, weird. You know what's what's strange about that? But the salt thing is uh, in, um, like, also in like the United States. Remember the, the okay, the movie Hocus Pocus, how yeah. they like do the thing with the salt so the witches won't get near them. Yeah, yeah. Salt is a. It keeps like demon, yeah, um, like keeps demons and witches out or something like that. And it raises your blood pressure, but I still use it a lot. So and it makes your food taste good. (laughs) (laughs) Back to this. Some say that praying can save you, but it has to be La Magnifica or the Magnificat. Cot. I don't know how you say it. Magnificent. Um, I mean, it didn't say an N. It had. It was like spelled the same as Magnifica with a T at the end. But this is a prayer from the Gospel of St. Luke that has to be recited in Spanish and then backwards. So I'm so sorry if you don't know Spanish. And I also don't know this prayer. So, And I can't recite it backwards either. So you guys I would have be Google. Dead. But if the lechuza is chasing you, how how good can you look it up and, and then <laughs> like, recite it backwards? With your, with your smartphone? Hey, Siri, right. look up Magnificat. <laughs> what if you tell Siri to do it for you? Will that count? It should. Right? I agree. There are many stories of sightings of the lechuza. This one is from Nuevo Laredo in the 1950s. There was a lechuza terrorizing the town and locals came up with a plan to kill it. It was lured out of the trees by using a child as bait. Poor child. Oh, my God. (laughs) When the lechuza attempted to take the kid, locals fired at it with guns, but it only hit its claws and it flew away. The next day, they went to the house of the bruja that they believed to be the lechuza, and she answered the door with a bandaged leg. What hurt her? The bullets, right? <laughs> but there's nothing else on the story, so I don't know what they did. Hopefully, they they probably, I mean, if they probably killed her, honestly. Probably. That's usually how it went. She probably, like, sprained her leg, like, just at home, and she wasn't even a bruja, but they still killed her. Well, you know, whatever excuse. She probably had, like, haters. You know how back yeah. then it's like, if you don't like someone, just call just them say a they were a bruja, and bam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were taken care of. 
I mean, it's like not funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. We're like laughing. <laughs> Why are we laughing at this? What's wrong with us? This one is from either the 90s or early 2000s. There's, it wasn't specific. Give me a fake name because there was no name and no gender. Gender doesn't matter. We can make this person uh, whatever. My brain was A nine-year-old like, child. Pablo? Pablo? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what's so weird? Uh, the other day I asked Kyle for – oh. For the story in the beginning of last episode, I turned to Kyle, my husband, and I said, give me a name. I need one. And he said, Pablo. <laughs> so what? That is so weird That's that you so just weird. also said Pablo. I didn't know what else to like say. I was like, Pablo, we haven't used that one yet. I don't think. No, I used it for last episode in the beginning. <laughs> no, you did No, not last episode. My bad. Oh. The Yorona episode. Oh. <laughs> We'll use it again, though, because it's the name you gave me. A nine-year-old Pablo, fake name, was living south of San Antonio, Texas, in between two little towns called Von Ormi, I don't know, and Little. And he was at home watching SpongeBob. The sun had just set, and it was a full moon. Pablo heard noises outside. He thought it was his dad coming home from work. And so, like, naturally, he went outside because he wanted to greet his dad. But his dad was not there. Instead, it was a massive owl. And it was sitting on a picnic table across the street. This was his grandma's house, by the way. The picnic table and the house across the street. And this owl was looking right at him. The massive owl was jet black. And it stared for about another 15 minutes, but then left when the father arrived home. The next day, Pablo told his grandma about about this and she began praying doing a limpieza a cleaning with an egg and he was like what are you doing and then she uh, told him the story of the lechuza but the kid did not feel frightened when he saw the lechuza so he wondered if this was like a warning that something was going to happen and not too much later there was a giant storm that damaged so much around the house around the property except Mm -hmm. Um, including his house was destroyed but his grandma's house and the picnic table that the lechuza was sitting on was untouched what it seems like it was like maybe like a like someone who knew the family that was telling him hey be careful yeah that that doesn't even see i mean that is a warning but that seems like it was like there to warn them to protect them although they do say lechuzas bring storms that is true that is true but yeah that and there's way more reported sightings. Like, I could have a ton of... Yes, I, I feel like this is also to. a rabbit hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Owls, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you want to share what, what you have? Yes. Okay, so um, I have two stories to share. These are from people that I know personally. And as per usual, I will... Um, they want to remain anonymous, so I will be changing the names. So this story takes place in the 1960s in the state of Zacatecas in Mexico. When Mary was 16 years old, her boyfriend at the time was 27. I would like to remind everyone this was in Mexico in 1962. Things are very different. Not excusing Jay's behavior, the the boyfriend, because ew. But (laughs) I also have to acknowledge it was a different time where Things that are not acceptable today were acceptable back then. It's still gross. It's still gross. Yeah. It's still it's still recent still too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But like, I mean, yeah. What, what, didn't Elvis do the same thing with his? Oh, yeah. Wakala. Anyways. 
Okay, so not long after they, you know, they became girlfriend and boyfriend, she got married and um, she got pregnant right away. Her health completely declined. She had terrible pregnancies and for years later, she still suffers from a lot of ailments that began at the time of her marriage. For a time, Mary and her husband, Jay, moved into Jay's mother's home. So Mary's mother-in-law. And this is where some stuff began to happen. Jay is a white man, and though he is technically Mexican, he is not of mixed race. Yes, white Mexicans and white Latinos are a thing. So Jay is a white man, and, you know, he's European, he's a Spaniard. Jay's mother was incredibly racist, and because Mary was a brown-skinned indigenous girl, she um, was unfit to be her son's wife. She hated, hated race mixing. To her, it was a disgusting idea. So when Mary moved in, she was she was treated by her mother-in-law like a maid or a servant, not a family member. Cooking and cleaning and all that stuff, uh, things Mary's mother-in-law deemed worthy of her new daughter-in-law. And all this will come into play later. A few years later, Jay comes to the States as a seasonal worker. At this time, Mary was already a mother of four. It is her and her four children alone in their home. And as soon as Jay leaves is when the Lechuzas encounters begins. It starts with them perching on a cactus that was right outside her window. And the events from there just got worse and worse. These Lechuzas would start fighting right outside her window. They would laugh like women, seem to talk between themselves. So she could never make out what they were saying. It was a human-like voice. And it got to the point where the uh, where many lechuzas surrounded her home. They would at night fly down to her front porch and scratch and peck at the front door for long periods of time. Oh, my God. They laughed while they did this. She was alone in her home with her four children, completely terrified. During the day, if they were around, they would follow her. She would be doing her chores and they would follow her around the yard from place from one place to another. Like they would jump around and seem like they were spying on her and harassing her. Wow. One day she was sitting on her porch. I would like to clarify that this was all at the same time the Lechusa thing was going on. She would see balls of fire roll around the hills in front of her house. She saw those balls of fire many times throughout this time period. And over the hills was a little town that many people say witches lived there. We've said this before on a few episodes. For some reason, I feel like we mention it a lot, but it is believed especially in mexico that brujas this uh, they turn into balls of fire and like roll i find that weird too it, i don't know if it's like a european thing but it's definitely i think it, it came maybe. from europe everyone says it over there especially in Zacatecas. yes and there is also uh, going on to zacatecas there's also a saying that goes las brujas vienen de zacatecas which translates to the witches come from zacatecas and I hear that all the time as someone whose or family is from Zacatecas. I, you know, when people, when they ask me, oh, what state is your family from? I'm like Zacatecas. And then they hear, oh, las brujas son de Zacatecas. I'm like, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. And my um, grandma there, my family's now in Guadalajara, but she is from mm-hmm. Zacatecas and she has told us. Yeah. So thing. it's weird. Like uh, the state of Zacatecas has this connection to, um, Brujeria. 
Mary uh, was fed up with what was happening to her and told her mom that she had Lechuzas bothering her. So what any mother would do, she came to stay with Mary for a while. And the Lechuzas would fly away and move further away when Mary's mama was there. And they seemed to be wary of the woman, of Mary's mother. Like, they were, like, kind of, like, scared of her. Mary's mother had this don't fuck with me attitude that the Lechuzas seemed to, like, be afraid of. And, you know, they were, like seem almost to respect mm-hmm. her in a way. They would not bother Mary at all or very much. There were times when, according to Mary, the Lachusas would hide from her mother. Whenever they be- uh, began prayer, the Lachusas would completely leave. Like, they would just leave the home and the surrounding area. Unfortunately, Mary's mother had to leave to Guadalajara at one point, and she had to leave Mary alone, and that's when the Lachusas would return. Mary uh, lived like this for a while, but when her husband came back, uh, they would not step foot or be around her home. And once uh, Jay permanently stayed to tend his own land, the Lachusas never came back. It is uh, Mary's beliefs that it was either her mother-in-law that didn't like her that caused all this. And if it wasn't Mary Mary's mother-in-law, it was someone who wanted her husband and didn't like that she married him. She also thinks that there was a maldición. Put upon her when she was yeah, a curse, a curse uh, when she married Jay because her illness became chronic and she has been living with this for decades. She is now 74 and she has had to deal with health issues since she was 16. That's 58 years. She also said that she would get anonymous letters attacking her, her race, her economic status, her social status, and her marriage, telling her she was unworthy, that her husband should not have married someone who should have married someone better. Uh, someone who's not a brown girl at India, they would use it as a very derogatory term. And it's a derogatory term in general. They use this as a very derogatory term. It means uh, indigenous woman or man, because it could say India or India. And it's very racist. We're not for that bullshit. But she she got yeah. a lot of this stuff. Uh, she could never prove it was her mother-in-law, but she thinks it was always someone writing letters on that woman's behalf. I'm going to agree with her. Uh, yeah. She also thinks it was strange that it wasn't done when, you know, the Lechuzas were never around when her husband was around. It was only when she was left alone. So it was someone who knew when she was alone and when she wasn't. Mary's mother did see the Lechuzas, but her husband never did. She always thought it was someone who hated her because of her marriage. And then, uh, so she, uh, for many years, she had no Lechusa experience. And, you know, um, Jay's mother passed away. And, you know, that whole thing was like, like a chapter in the past. But one day, about 15 years ago, both her and her husband went to their outhouse. And they saw two Lechusas on a tree. The Lechusas seemed to talk between themselves. They were speaking in Spanish and then in gibberish, going back and forth in between these two forms of speech. But one phrase Mary heard clearly was, vieja, eso no es todo. One Lechusa in particular said this over and over again. So vieja, eso no es todo means old woman, this is not everything. And she would hear this, like the, the Lechusa would be repeating it over and over again. Oh my God. And then they, that yeah, so and weird. then the, the two Lechusas broke into laughter, getting louder and louder until they flew away. Mary's husband, Jay, was never a believer of this kind of stuff, but that day he became a believer. Many people believe that Mary's daughter-in-law is a bruja. Her and her mother practice brujería or whatever. And in this particular instance, it was believed that it was Mary, Mary's daughter-in-law that was the lechuza. 
So, I mean, it, I mean that that's the rumor. Mary's daughter-in-law is, and her whole family, they, they practice brujeria. But, yeah, Mary has had, like, some scary-ass encounters with these things. Yeah. Oh, my God. How, and how do you say sane, you know, after uh, all that? I don't know. Um, so, on to story number two. My story number two. Um, this story is a lot closer to home, as it takes place in Stockton, California. This person, I know, we will call him Diego. Diego had just gotten out of a really toxic relationship. His ex was abusive. He worked at a graveyard shift in a warehouse in the boonies of Stockton. After one of his shifts, as he is about to get into his car, he sees there's a lechuza just sitting, just standing or sitting, standing, standing there. Um, I always say sitting. Do they sit know. or do they stand? Whatever you guys pick. <laughs> so it was just right next to his car. So he's weirded out, but it's like, whatever, you know, it's, it's an owl. He at this point thinks nothing of it. He starts driving and the lechuza fly is flying next to his car. You know, it's, it's outside his window keeping pace with him he tries to speed up and it still keeps pace he's scared at this point and the lechuza follows him into town it's only until he he gets into um to town that the lechuza goes into a different direction and he finally rids himself of this thing he was shaken and scared he calls his mother it was a weird and terrifying thing to this day for him it is unexplained he cannot understand why it happened the Lechusa seemed to be waiting for him. His abusive ex was really into the cult, and it is believed that she is the cause of it. He's just happy it was a one-time thing. Do they think she was the Lechusa, or it was like her familiar? They, they don't know. They just think that whatever she did, she sent it there to scare him or to spy on him uh, because he yeah. was weirded out. Because uh, from what I know, like at one point he goes like really fast, like uh, like you know, hitting ninety miles an hour just to like escape this thing and it was like still flying next to his car that is and you know that is um very common with lechuza either the giant owl or just when lechuzas when witches turn yeah. into small they have owls. these yeah they have this speed that and, and i also heard that like um in some places like uh it'll be like it'll attach itself to the roof of the car and it won't even sway. Like I'm talking about like, there's a lot of turbulence if you're not like roped onto the top of the car. So how, you know, I hear a lot of stories that the lechuza is just there, like nothing. And I'm like, oh, that's man. not normal. Like no. that's the, the, the poor, like if it was a legit owl, it should have like, f- like flew off or started flying because you have all this wind hitting, hitting it at like a, such a high speed. It just makes no sense. Yeah. That is my stories. I hope you guys enjoy them. Oh, you know, I do have one that I was sent in through um, the TikTok. Oh, awesome. El TikTok. You guys need to follow us on El TikTok. So this was, yeah, sent in to me through TikTok. They asked for us to share their story. Uh, Late at night, this person was with their tia, and they were walking to the tia's friend's house to give her a computer, and they saw a white owl surrounding them. And they kept walking, but then it started screeching. So the tia, aunt, I'm sure everybody knows what tia means. She began cussing out the lechuza, which again, if you remember from the beginning of the episode, I mentioned this is one belief that it it weakens the lechuza. Mm -hmm. But they saw the lechuza a few more times after that. When they got to the friend's house, they waited in the driveway because, you know, they were afraid to go out because the lechuza was still there. The dad pulls up and 
as the dad was pulling up, they um, felt a cold, malicious presence and heard um, the a whisper that said, I'm going to get you. And once the dad got out of the car, because this was like they were waiting for their dad and they stepped mm-hmm. outside. And then when they stepped outside, they heard this oh, whisper. Ew. But then when as soon as the dad stepped out of the car, it, it left. That's so weird. It seems to, you know, it almost like seems like to be uh, afraid of certain people. Like it knows when to be there and when not to. Like they're like, oh no, this yeah. person's here. Let me fly away because I don't want to get, get caught. But it also makes it seem like that person that they're flying away from knows about them and knows who they are and they don't want to be caught because then they'll let it later be confronted. That's why I always like found, found it weird like that for some people it was like, Oh, I'm not going to mess with this person. But I'm like, why? If they don't know who you are, if they don't know what you're about, that's scary. Very strange. The uh, fear of owls though, it's um, almost worldwide. Like in any oh, like culture. last time the owl with the copper penis. <laughs> yeah, I forgot all about that. Oh my God. Res Fazu Bogoli, something <laughs> yeah. like that, right? Like we we mentioned last episode in our alien episode that owls and owls are just tied to mm-hmm. the paranormal very often. Like this whole episode was about witches mm-hmm. and owls, right? Um, and then we mentioned last episode aliens, UFOs, and yeah. owls. But wariness of owls can be traced back to um, Greek, ancient Greek, ancient Rome, China, Egypt, the Bible, mm-hmm. Aztec, and Mayan mm-hmm. culture everywhere. everywhere yeah. They have this, like, look to them, too. Like, if you ever look at yeah. an owl, like, yeah, it's... for so- Sometimes they could be cute, depending on the species of owl. But it has this, like, sabio look to it. Like, this wise knowing... Like, it knows something. Yeah. In China, the owl is an omen of disaster. In ancient Egypt, they were a symbol of death, the night, and cold. In Argentina, there are stories of uh, something called Kachiru, and it's a malignant mythical owl that steals the soul of men at death and turns them into ghosts. Hmm, Strange. Yeah. And so in the pre-colonized era of Mexico City, Teotihuacan, the owl was associated with the god of rain. And it was a bad omen. And they were also, and this word is going to be very hard for me to say, but they were also associated with the Mometsokopinku. I think you got I it right because that's what I was saying in my head too. And the, these are women born on the date of, and again, this is another hard word for me. Se <laughs> I think so. I don't know. But it means one rain. So the on the date of one rain. And this caused them to develop supernatural abilities. And so they are what people now call Oh, brujas, you know what's funny? I just saw your thing. In Mexico también, um, in Mexico, it is believed that brujas can turn into turkeys. Yes. And this mm-hmm. is actually, um, I was going there. Yeah. So they are said to have the uh, ability to remove their limbs and replace them with bird. And it's usually turkeys or what? owls only. So bird legs, wings, and beaks, and this lets them fly. And they were said to feed on the blood of babies. And this is possibly where the myth of witches feeding on newborn newborn blood came, uh, like after That's colonization. Weird. And again with the with the with the rain and the storms. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
In pre-Incan civilizations, in what we now call Peru, they were um, owls were associated with death and sacrifice. In Mayan culture, the owl was associated with Zibalba, which is the underworld, and it was known as a messenger of death, kind of like a reap, like a grim mm-hmm. reaper, you know, like where they come and say, "Okay, it's your time." That was the owl for. Um, Mayan culture. It's so weird that like all around the world, even with cultures that had nothing to do with each other, owls always had this weird connection to bad things, omens. Yeah, right? That kind of like freaky. That's freaky. It's weird. And like and again, too many too many beliefs, too many stories to dismiss dismiss it for me and I don't know. you know which does not help because i was as i was saying in the last episode there's an owl that has like its nest or whatever on a tree that's right outside my window <laughs> man and i still have never seen an owl i can't believe that i see owls all the time but then you know no. i like see strange shit all the time so maybe it was like oh look at weird weird chick let me follow her i remember as a kid when we were living in Oakland, my mom said she would see one outside on a tree just mm-hmm. staring. And she believes it was like a, a witch. I I don't remember seeing it. I don't know. I, I'm just now uneasy because especially during the summers, you know, when I leave my window open. I close my, I close my blinds and everything, by the way, because as I stated in other episodes, I don't know if I'm going to look out my window at night and see something I don't want to. So it's usually like my blinds are closed, but the window's open to let a little breeze in. And every summer, all you hear every single night is the little owl hooting away. Just put a little salt on your window. I, I think I'm going to do that. That's just, it's so unsettling now. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. Owls, I guess they're just, um, I don't know, bad news or something. Because if it's not associated with witches, associated with it's associated with oh, UFOs and then that's and one thing, too. Um, I, I just, just jogged my memory. But uh, from some, like, UFO or alien encounter stories is that uh, people see a giant owl. Like, an owl that 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 is, like, the size makes no sense at all for it to exist. Is it, like... The size of what we've been describing as the legend of the lechuza, seven feet no, tall. Well, I don't think it's that tall. I've I've heard it like be told that it was like like five feet, so like my height. I'm like really short, oh, so like wow, five foot okay. owl. And then they would like you know they'd have a UFO encounter, and then they'd see an owl, and then I'm like the, like a five foot owl or something. You know, um, I was reading just right before this. I just didn't put it in my notes, but it is believed by people who say that they encounter aliens that owls replace the alien in people's brains or they like make themselves appear as but owls. But why owls? That's right. Yeah. And and this is what makes the fight. Because owl I'm pretty sure like seeing. if it happens in North America, you could there's like other things. There's some big dogs. Like if, if you why can't it be like a dog standing on its hind legs instead? That would make more sense because when they stand on their two legs, dogs can get pretty tall. So why not yeah. that? And why an owl? I don't know. That's very strange. Yeah, and there's more um, about it in that book that I mentioned, mm-hmm. the owl synchronicity and UFO. You know what? Uh, what else this reminds me um, of? Uh, the Native American or Indigenous American uh, thunderbird, the bird that uh, que, que se lleva la gente, like the, it flaps its wing. Oh, oh. It takes people and look at the the lechuza. Takes and it's people. related to storms. They, 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 that's why the thunder, oh the thunderbird, oh <laughs> when they hear it or when it's when they see it, 
siempre traigo una lluvia, but that's why it's called a thunderbird because it flaps its wings and it makes it sound like thunder. But because there's a tormenta coming, a storm, it it blends in with the storm, you know, because you could be like, oh, it's a thunderbird, but hold on, it's also a storm. So it like brings it to the storm with it. And it does, you know, people have said that it does take people. So I don't know. There's like some some weird wow. connections yeah. going on. I was freaking. I freaked myself out. I know. <laughs> you played yourself. <laughs> Congratulations, MJ. But yeah, so I don't know. Just watch out for them owls, folks. Try not to get taken or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. Did we pick a topic for next, next episode? We haven't. We haven't, huh? Let's pick one. I'm kind of inclined to like pick haunted school. Ooh, that's <laughs> not, yeah. I'm here for it. All right, let's do it. There's uh, there's a lot. Amazing. Yeah, let's pick haunted right, school. Awesome. That's a good one. Um. So yeah, catch us next episode for haunted schools. I know I did a TikTok video on one in Juarez, which was like very suspicious. The possibilities are endless yes. here. <laughs> we'll find some. But yeah, uh, watch out for owls and yeah, like MJ said, don't get taken. Yes. Because we're going to miss you guys. Mm-hmm. You are spookies. Are as spookies. We don't want you guys yeah, we don't missing want our... or taken. <laughs> by but owls. yeah, by owls. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll catch everyone next week. Don't forget to tell your friends about us and um, rate and review. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. bye.